Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 386. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. Where the fuck did the year go? Uh, it sped by way too quickly. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because <clears throat> it feels like winter takes forever to pass. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, not not for nothing. I've, I've said this a few times. Between December and February, it's like... I, I want nothing to do with the holidays that come through there, like Christmas and New Year's and... Yeah, Valentine's. same for me. I'm Trust like, me, I, I feel you. I want nothing to do with it. All I do is I buy cards, I mail them out, and I go about my day, and that's it. If I make it through those three months, hey, the rest of the year, I'm good. <laughs> we are live tonight, week of December 14th, 2018, right here on the Vogue Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays at Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Now, if you want to interact with us, here's how you can do it. You can find us in our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you are unable to get into the chat room that way, you can head on over to webchat.gamesurge.net. There is a link right there on vognetwork.com. You can click on that and bring it directly in. If you have a chat client like Merck X Chat Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesurge.net. Once you're in, just put uh, pound sign vog, you're good, or hashtag whatever works. I grew up where it was a pound sign, you know. Um, if you have uh, Chatzilla, you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network and click on the link that will bring you directly into our chat room. And we're also on Discord. And you can follow us at VogNetwork.com slash Discord. Uh, there's, a sh- there's a channel there for us, Anime Jam Session. You'll find one there for Shaking and Crying, uh, Orange Dollar Radio, and Bobby Blackwolf Show. So you, know, you can join, hang out with us. We're having a grand old time. Um... And right now, go ahead and lock in and get your box points. Um, if you are listening through the podcast, there is a passphrase somewhere in this episode. So when you hear it, just head on over to AnimeJamSession.com, no, VogNetwork.com, and then put in the passphrase to earn some VOG points. That's pretty simple enough. I think we got that. So uh, hold on here one second. Something is slightly off. Okay, there we go. Much better, much better, much better. All right, sorry about that. If there was some slight audio issues, but it's fixed now, so we're golden. Okay. Um, we'll go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari, and it's all yours. Uh, <coughs> well, still recovering from uh, being sick. There's that to worry about, of course. And uh, let's see. I'm also counting down the days at work for uh, when my next check comes because that's when that nice big uh, union windfall is coming in. It's gonna be—it's the last possible day it could come in. Mm. And if it doesn't, well, you're gonna hear me fucking hit the roof. There is no reason to hit the roof because it is the—it's the frigging union. There's not too much you can really do, you know. Yeah, but they're the reason we're getting this big payoff in the first place. I know. I, I worked in a union. Believe you me, I know. And, uh, well, my uh, Pokemon 
my Pokeball Waffle Iron came. Oh, nice. So, uh, def- so tomorrow night I'm definitely going to make uh, chicken and waffles with the damn thing. Because I've been, like, jonesing for it after I, you know, I don't know why, but I've just, you know, been w- want- wanting it. And then I, <clears throat> it- it'll look good next to my uh, D20 Waffle Iron. Not sure if the plates are interchangeable or not, but we'll see. Usually and, on preset ones like like that, the plates are not interchangeable. Eh, no big deal. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, pardon me. So other than that, it's just, you know, going to work, coming home, and uh, trying to maintain sanity in, in this, uh, in December. So, you know, that's going. Sanity, what's that? Uh, oh and i also got my uh flanders cheese balls finally (laughs) in a matter of speaking um i ordered them from walmart after you know checking planners site for a while all they had was the uh, four pack of the uh the the three ounce tins which you know there's a lot of them in there for three ounces Mm. and it'll have to pick it up sometime on a friday afternoon all right but the point is, I've been like, I'm gonna get them, and I've been craving those too. Cool. Must be something wrong with me. <laughs> no, no, not even. So yeah, that's how things been going for me. All right, um, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? And this time, we're gonna change your music. Because of a, a very important day in your life, which is tomorrow. So, I am going to do uh, Dealer's Choice because this is one of my favorite tracks. All right. Okay. So, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, yeah. Uh, basically, same shit, different toilet. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I just um, have basically been... Uh, you know, just lazing around. Um, I have 95% of my holiday Christmas shopping done, mm. which is amazing because I'm never done this early. Um, so basically, I'm just waiting for it all to come in so I can wrap it. I really wanted to go to the post office tomorrow and pick up stuff that's sitting there, but I can't do that because the post office is closed. Which, you know, I think is bullshit, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I found that this is not the first time, but I guess it's been so long I totally forgot, you know? Well, I just don't understand why it's even a thing. Like, I can understand Congress getting off. I can understand, you know, the president and all of that for all of that. But I, I don't think every government agency needs to be given off for, you know remembrance or whatever i just i i think that's a little excessive but anyway then again i'm not getting off so what do i care (laughs) yeah so um yeah i'm i'm just trying to get through work uh trying to get through until magfest and stressing because holy crap magfest it just kind of creeped up on me i know i have to order like my my green luigi shirt next week so i can ha- so i'll have it and then pick up the boots 
Well, I I think I'm pretty good cosplay-wise, because I'm not going too crazy. I do have a lot of sewing to do, hand sewing at that, which really sucks. But, you know, I'm the stupid one that decided that, oh, hey, this dress really needs lace on it to make it look like, you know, Daisy's dress. But whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I have a lot of that to do, but I'm just like, okay, I haven't gotten my ticket for MAGFest yet. I really need to do that. It's like, oh wait, how much is it going to be to go down there? Oh wait, how much is parking going to be? Fuck. Well, they're supposed to be able to, you're supposed to be able to buy parking passes. They're supposed to be announcing that later this week, so. Well, that'll be nice, because right now it's looking like $80 for parking, which, I mean, between three people isn't horrible, but still $80 for parking is mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. Remember, but, remember hmm? Max, $35 for parking? All we had to do was, like, walk a block and a half. Well, yeah, I remember pa- that. Pax was a pain in the ass only because, you know, where it was, you had to walk upstairs or walk up a hill or whatever the fuck it was. And it wasn't very close. So it was definitely more than a block, but, you know, it was 35 for the entire weekend, mm-hmm. not per day. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a bitch, but, you know, at that price, shit was Oh, hell golden. yeah. Because yes. I called the hotel and the hotel wants to charge me 30 eight dollars a night 30 yeah 38 dollars a night jesus to park at the hotel so i mean granted anything is better than that but still i don't think you know they should be able to charge that much a fucking night to park there But yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, just getting, you know, getting ready for the holidays. I have my work Christmas holiday party on Friday that I really don't want to go to. But, you know, I kind of volunteered to at least drive some people there so they could Uber home. So now I've got no choice but to go. I, I, I feel you. So, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, but, you know, you get to see everybody drunk. I'm like, why would I want to see everybody drunk? You can barely see these people sober. I mean, I, I, I don't care about that, but, I mean, watching everybody get shit-faced is not my idea of a good time. Yeah, okay. Especially when I can't join them. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up for one second. What? Maybe it's me, but I have no problems sitting at the bar with a drink, wet or dry, watching people make a fool of themselves. I have no problem with that, because I'm like, okay, you know? The last holiday party, I was doing that. I'm at my table having dinner, and I'm just like, okay, okay. Just, I'm, just, I'm just like this. Y'all can act like freaks out on the dance floor, but ain't no one calling me in the HR the next day. <laughs> dinner and a show. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, see, I don't like doing that because watching other people's embarrassment kind of sets off my own anxiety and embarrassment because, yeah. So I I would just rather not watch that because it's stupid. That's understandable. So, yeah, so I've got that, you know, going for me. But I'm kind of excited about, you know, what I got for everybody for gifts. And I kind of want to give everybody their gifts now, and I can't, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Just going to have to mail them out? Well, no. Uh, you and Rama will get yours at MAGFest, so. Okay. 
Well, in that case, I'll give you yours at MAGFest, too. But if it happens to show up, you know, that week, you know, you'll get it then. All right. Well, I just yeah, figured that it's... like a good idea. I just figured it's easier, because, I mean, it's only a week late, so... But yeah, other than that, um, tomorrow is Makoto Kino's birthday, so happy birthday. Uh, the, now, you gotta wonder, which one is the bigger tomboy of the Senshi, her or Haruka? Um, definitely Haruka. Um, uh, the whole thing with Makoto, and it's been said in at least the manga or maybe some of the notes is that she likes dressing feminine she likes being feminine but she also likes kicking ass mm -hmm. and she knows that she has to present bounce, a certain bounce it too well no she knows that she has to present a certain way if she's going to be kicking ass which is why her hair is always up Makoto looks like she'd be the one out of the group to get into MMA. You know? True. Well, I think she's one of the only ones that actually practices a form of martial arts, so... Well, mm -hmm. they did say her style is loosely based off of Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. So you good? I'm good. Alright. Well, my weekend day has been interesting to say the least. Um, it's just me getting ready for the holidays. I went out and got my wrapping paper, ordered stuff. Some stuff came in today, so I'm gonna start putting things in boxes so I can start getting things ready. Um, I have a feeling a couple of things I order won't show up till after the holidays, but it happens. Um I fixed up my entertainment center, so I'm gonna post a picture on my personal and on my rec on all my fan page. So you can check it out because I just added something new to my entertainment center, a uh, a classic old historical device, a device that we all us older folk used to watch our anime on. I it's a VCR, isn't it? Yep, a VCR DVD combo. It's sitting right under the PS3. Nice. I just I have the cables, but I. I gotta go digging for the right ones because I want to hook it up through um, through composite because I took my PS2 down and in the spot where my PS2 is is my PS4, so I'm good with that. Uh, let's see. Other than that, that basically has been it. I've just been organizing and cleaning stuff. I'm just trying to get sort of like in the holiday spirit of a, of a, of a semi decent house and so forth and. And here's something interesting. When I was at Mako's for the holidays, I had ordered a pair of slippers. All right, size 11. They came in on Saturday, this past Saturday. Took them in, put them on, and they were too tight. So I was like, well, fuck. I go ahead, put them back in the box, order a size 12. Take the old ones back, and I put on the 12s, and I'm wearing them. They're not as tight, and I've come to the realization Manu they, they need to make wide-width slippers. That would be nice. And if they do make them, I have sure as hell have not seen them. 
I know they make them for women. Yeah. But the, these are fine for what it is. I think as I wear them down, my feet will be able to slide right in. That's all that matters. And also, I have kind of held off on my... I, I don't know if I've told y'all this, but I had a subscription to Umai Crate. I canceled it for the time being because two of my packages have not gotten here yet. The October and the November one. They said the October one was supposed to arrive by the 28th of November. Now, they were all delayed due to, I think, an earthquake in Japan around that time, which is understandable. So now they're shipping another one because I didn't receive that. But it, you know what would be nice? When you order these crates, send a tracking number. That would be great. I mean, if I can get a tracking number from stuff I buy from AliExpress, surely I could get one from Japan crate. You know, that, that, that's my thing, so. Um, other than that, that's been it. I've, I have a laptop I've worked on that's ready to go. I have another laptop that's ready to go. So one of my friends and my cousins are going to get their stuff later this week. So I think, I don't know, I got to order. I think I have to order one more part. I don't know. It, it's it's in my notes. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, enough about that. Uh, we have some housekeeping news to take care of. Um, as you all know, we tend to do a holiday special, and then we do like a three-week or four-week break, depending on how things go. So we want to let you know that um, the Anime Jam Session holiday special will be December 18th. For some of us, there will be alcohol. Uh, basically, we're going to just run through like some of our best articles of the year, and we're just going to talk. You know, nothing fancy. We're just going to be a lot more relaxed. Um... We might bring back the Skype line. I haven't decided. We want some questions. We're just going to be kind of chill about stuff. And it'll be a lot more holiday music and so forth. Um, as you also know, we have been saying that we are making the transition to Twitch TV at, in, in January. So I believe, um, I don't know about Bobby Blackwell. I don't remember, but Orange Lounge Radio is making their transition to Twitch TV on December 16th. So... It'll be just like it was before, but you'll get to see the whole crew live in action, and their podcast will still be going. As for us, we will be going live on January 15th, um, and that's basically a couple of weeks after uh, MAGFest, or a week after. We may, do a we may do a recorded show on the 8th, or we may still be on break, but when we come back, we will be live. You'll see me, mock, no, me, Ari, you'll see a caricature of Mako-chan throwing bricks at caricatures of us, so it, it's <laughs> going to be fun. I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it, so it's going to be really fun. We're going to see how things go. As for our um, outlines and stuff, the music might be going away. I honestly do not know. Uh, we will see. As for our subscription style, I we will probably be following along with Bobby Blackwolf and OLR, where you know you get a subscribe, you subscribe to us, and you get access to the episodes and stuff. However, they're doing it, we will do it. Whatever works for the works for the gander works for the goose. That's the way I see it. So that's basically is it. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we're gonna get into tonight's news, and we're just gonna have a grand old time. So let me grab that track. Uh, here we go. So. We'll be back. 
Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. So right now in our little chat, we're kind of figuring out our own stuff for the holidays. So I'm going to throw this question out to y'all in the chat room at live.bucknetworks.com. When it comes to holiday shopping, when you're buying gifts and stuff, what kind of gifts do you like? I mean, personally, easiest thing across the board is gift cards from certain locations. That's it. That That's all I really want because I can be a very finicky person. It's like... Mako Chalk can tell you there have been times I have I've gone into Old Navy and I have just stared at two pairs of slacks just trying to decide which ones I want. That way I don't have to be like and so forth, you know. I, I just think that's, that's the easiest thing. So, Which is why I end up tending to give him the same exact shit for gifts. And he's always thankful for it. Because it's always shit he needs. Yes. I mean, one can never be thankful for, can never be enough thankful for coffee. Just saying. Yeah, well, you're not getting coffee this year. Well, I'm fine because I have like four bags of coffee in my cabinet right here. Good. I already spent way too damn much. Oh, I will remember, oh, I'm going to remember that for your gift this year. No, I'm. (laughs) I'm just teasing. Yeah, it was one of those, no, it was one of those where it's like, Oh, yeah, I'm getting him that. And then I went, oh, but I already got him that. But then I just ordered that and went, fuck. And then I remembered, oh, but I got him that. Fuck. So, yeah. Usually every, you know, I I get one of those a year where I start collecting really early and forgot that I started collecting really early. So, yeah. I'm generally kind of easy to buy for i mean uh, sorry i don't know where else to go with that sorry well i got the two of you the exact same thing for you know the main thing and if you don't like it you can go fuck yourself okay i should i think i might be worried oh no you shouldn't be worried and i know the two of you will enjoy it immensely um, but I'm just saying that if we're gonna you do don't... like the anime thing where we both open it at the same time, look at it, look at each other, and then just face fault. That could happen, and then somebody, most likely me, is gonna make an off-color comment and not realize, and that's when we fade to black, and it shows Mako Chan just beating me down with a two by four. No, I think once you actually see what I got you, you're gonna go, "Holy shit!" and be happy about it. Okay. Oh, I trust you on that part. Mm-hmm. Because as I said, I could not get it for one of you without getting it for both of you. Because, yeah. It, it, it's not something that you can do alone. Gotcha. I mean, that's completely understandable. And besides... I mean, I'm looking at my like my like my, my wish list now, and I realize as as I've done all the time, all the shit that's in my wish list is stuff I'll have to buy myself because nobody is going to buy it for me. Because I mean, looking at the prices and so forth, I don't expect anyone to drop a hundred bucks on a on a cup on a figurines. I I don't. And and I will probably look at you funny the rest of the year. I'm like, why, you know? But it is what it is. Oh. Let me have to save this for later. All right. Now, now that we've kind of talked about that, 
Um, I guess we're kind of behind because no one has responded back to our questions, but we'll go into some stuff here. Uh, a couple of people have been re talking in regards to our podcast and stuff about Twitch. Yes, there is an app on Twitch's website. You can download an app in the Windows Store. If you have Android, I, uh, iPhone, you can download the Twitch app and log in, and you can watch us that way as well. You can actually go to Twitch TV and log in as well. Um, and we do have an answer here. Oh, Ranger Serena says, I'm easy to shop for as I get older. I want old people gifts, kitchen gadgets, good thick socks, gift cards so I can buy clothes. I like the way she thinks. I like toe socks. There was a place in Manhattan I used to sell them all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had been told repeatedly that I needed to go and then never ended up going. Um, but yeah, toe, sock, toe socks are my thing. I, I enjoy a good pair of colorful, weird socks. I just bought, I just restocked and, you know, replenished my supply of uh, socks and underwear. So I'm good with them. I have to actively tell people, you know, don't buy them for me this year. I, I, you know, the funny you mentioned it because same thing with those uh, popcorn tins. Ugh. I actually like the popcorn tins. I'm, I'm kind of sad. I missed getting my hands on like the, the Charlie Brown Christmas anniversary tin like two years ago. But, yeah, um, but you know, they're doing the thing where they put the popcorn in bags, so there's, so the bag takes up the same space, but there's less popcorn. And, a, and, a, and the popcorn tastes like it gets stale or, like, easier. There used to be a place here, um, right by Penn Station, called Garrett Popcorn, something like that. And you could get designer popcorn, like popcorn dipped in chocolate. and Like that place we went to at uh, Q by the Sea? Yeah. It was like that, but you could buy it. Made, it was kind of, it was more fresh, right? Made right then and there. And there was mm -hmm. another place called uh, Popcorn Indiana or something like that that used to do that. I used to go there all the time. I kind of miss it. Popcorn Indiana still sells, you know, big, yeah, like big bags of uh, their popcorn and like Wawa's and stuff. Yeah, uh, I might drop. I might their theater in Kettle Corner is the best. I I remember one year eating that popcorn tin with my roommates. There I am eating it with my hand while we're watching Kenshin. They're over there eating it with um, chopsticks. I'm just looking at them funny. I, and did I, they stare at you while they plucked a piece of popcorn with the chopsticks? No, they were too busy discussing Kenshin. And I'm like, oh. and, and I'm the weeb. All right, but enough about that. Um, Ari, tell us what's going on with Blade Runner. Okay, Adult Swim has announced via The Hollywood Reporter that a new anime series based on Ridley Scott's legendary anime... 1982 classic Blade Runner is in the works. The series, titled Blade Runner Black Lotus, will initially span 13 episodes and will be made by Adult Swim in collaboration with Alcon Television Group. The film is based on the equally legendary 1968 novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. The series will be primarily based on the Blade Runner 2049 sequel and will have 2049 screenwriters in the year, not the uh, number of screenwriters. Right, right. <laughs> Michael Green and Mike Johnson set the right. Details are scarce, but we do know it's set in the year 2032 between the two films and will include, quote, familiar characters. Animation will be produced by Solo Digital Arts, who handled the excellent anime spinoff slash prequel Blade Runner Blackout 2022, plus Shinji Aramaki and Kenji Kamiyata, upcoming Ghost in the Shell reboot, directing all the episodes. Hmm. Shinichiro Watanabe is also on board as creative producer. 
quite a list of talent they got here. You know what? I'm kind of surprised this is coming from Adult Swim because they normally do like silly, stupid shit that they put on their shows. And yeah. the last time they joined forces, we did get Big O season two, but you know. So I, I'm kind of surprised. We also got shit like playing the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie on the day it came out on the air. The only problem is it was a one by one pixel by one pixel mm. in the middle of a show. So yeah, weird and completely out of left field is par for the course for Adult Swim. Frankly, I'm not surprised. All right, now, now I gotta go see the other. I gotta go see the Blade Runner movies. Uh, same. I will eventually get around to it. I'm actually in the process of kind of like. I buy movies because I want them, and I'm I'm slowly in the process of grabbing them, popping them in, and watching them. So, you ever just have stuff on the shelf you haven't even opened yet? Yes, I have anime ten years old still sealed. I have yet to watch. I have shit I bought last Black Friday that hasn't even been opened yet. Same. But I was not letting the sliders box set out of my sight. Mine. All mine. That's understandable. I mean, shit. But, um, moving right along, we're going to talk about basically the pink elephant in the room. Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's finally coming to Netflix on, on a streaming platform. Now, if you know, there are, like, all of, like, Crunchyroll stuff is on their streaming platform. Funimation stuff, Viz's stuff, you can find through Hulu. But you still have other companies that are kind of not yet. So, which is why I'm kind of surprised about this. So, we do know it's going to be sometime in 2019 that they are going to bring bring this to us. So, I'm kind of excited about it. But there has been a catch. Through, oh boy. Rumors have been sw flowing around that uh, Netflix will be redubbing the series or it'll be just in Japanese only. I am going to assume, I can't track this down because as far as I knew, Funimation owns the rights to the Evangelion 26 episode TV series and those movies because they already had the rights to the reboot movies as well maybe netflix has it so that's been verily contested of what's going on and i figured it has something to do with licensing because remember the original company uh adv films had the rights and they closed their doors almost 10 years ago so it's like how do we go about this because, you know, believe it or not, anime licensing is not is not that expensive. What gets expensive is the catches to it, like the licensing to the music, the voice, all of that stuff, you know? That's why sometimes when you watch some anime and there is, like, if the character is singing and you're watching it dubbed, they will switch that over to Japanese because they didn't get the licensing rights for that. Now, immediately after that... I don't know if she started this, but I'm part of the Tiffany Grant fan club. She shared the petition for Netflix to use the original 
actors for the Evangelion redub. And right now they have about 600 signatures. Um, I will remember to post this on our fan page so you can sign it as well. Now, I can tell you if you go back a few years when Viz, no, when Funimation picked up the rights to Tenchi Muyo and they dubbed GXP, there is an episode where they meet the original dubbing cast for Tenchi Muyo and they had completely new voices and the fandom pretty much lost their proverbial shit. Since then, Funimation has learned their lesson. So for the last OAVs, they did their best to re to cast the original casting characters. I think a couple of didn't come back for various reasons, but at least they tried. I would love to see the original voice actors and actresses come back for a redub because we probably know there's going to probably be an updated translations to the scripts or something like that. And here's something you probably didn't know. Cartoon Network actually showed the first two episodes of Evangelion years ago. And if you have seen the series, you can kind of understand why it was only two episodes. They showed the whole thing. They did? They did? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought they only, I thought they only showed like two episodes during um, Toonami. No, I remember watching it on Cartoon Network. And as Bob Coffey says, hopefully Netflix uses the recent Japanese BDs as the source, since God knows if those will ever get a U.S. release. Fun All right, yeah. Um, yes, he says the TV rights reverted back to Gynex when ADV went fell out. And okay, and he says this is why the ADV Platinum DVDs go for a few hundred now. Uh, Bob, I'm gonna tell you something. I have the Volume One Platinum on my shelf, cracked open. Signed by Tiffany Grant, set, writing that Shinji is a pussy. <laughs> I will, I be, I will be damned if I don't get top dollar for that shit. <laughs> and I think we have breaking news here as we're doing the show. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I meant to mention this earlier. Um, this was actually, I found it on, uh, somebody posted it on Facebook. Um, but Hulu and Funimation signed a deal for streaming rights. So Funimation, you know, whatever happened between Funimation and Crunchyroll happened, but they signed on and Hulu will be starting to stream Funimation anime. I'm kind of surprised since Funimation is a Sony property. And I don't think Sony has anything vested into Hulu, which is kind of surprising. <laughs> but that will probably give them a little bit of power. Yeah, I, the thing that I was reading, it didn't really say exactly what was be, what was going to happen because of the signing. Um, except that Hulu would get the simul stream for you know, whatever Funimation was simulstraining. So I don't know if it's pulling over all of the old stuff. I don't know, you know, what's going on with that. It did say it was going to be dub and sub, so. All right, good. I'm kind of happy about this. And, I mean, it's also perfect for those who don't want to pay for another uh, streaming service as well, so. 
her, right? And you know, right now the petition is, like I said, is near is over, is a little bit under six hundred. I'm sharing it to our Facebook page in just a bit. So let's hope uh, Netflix will be like, you know what? Let's bring the cast and crew back because the 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 back the um the the um the backwash on this is going, you know, it's not going to be good. All right, um. Let's go from giant mechas to magical girls. Yeah, I know that we have, uh, and let me let me just say this for the uh, Hulu Funimation thing. It says it'll have first look at U.S. streaming rights to anime series produced and released by Funimation from 2019 onward. Mm. While Hulu, while Hulu and Funimation will be the co-exclusive premiere outlets for key subtitled anime titles. So I guess you still have to get that subscription if you want the dub. And I apologize for my other phone going off like that. All right. So I I know that this has been rumored. And I know that, I don't know, I, I don't know if it was the current series that's going on or the previous season or whatever. But uh, Precure has finally officially... Um, basically made a boy into a magical girl. And no tuxedo mask doesn't count. <laughs> uh, so the character's name is Henri Wakamiya. And in December 2nd uh, airing of the TV series, uh, he transformed into the pretty cure magical girl warrior named Cure Infini. Um, but again, I know we have discussed that it was rumored that one of the male characters was uh, going to be a, a, pre-cure, a pre-cure girl. Um, again, I don't remember if it was this series. I don't remember if it was the last series. Um, but it is something that they've been hinting at. Precure has been very, um, you know, positive with diversity and with the social change issues that have been going on so this is the 15th year of the tv series and the first in which a boy character uh, changes into a actual magical girl Mm. um so it does say that uh the character Henri has a very gender neutral appearance um, and is a figure skater and forced to give up figure skating due to an injury. The evil group wanted to take advantage of that to recruit him and recruit him for his sadness, but instead he um, regains hope by saying, I can be anything once he transfor- transforms into Cure Infinity. So, yeah, um, researchers are saying that, uh, you know, they're praising the transformation, praising the message that men can also be precure, uh, being conscious of the co- uh, current social atmosphere, raising the importance of gender equality, and gives the kids opportunity to think about the importance of diversity. So, I mean, 
not for nothing, I haven't sat to watch the series. I know a lot of people that like the series. Um, I just, it was, I guess, a little too cutesy for me. I, I like my magical girls dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, but I know a lot of people that are into it, and it, it's one of those things where this has been a long time coming, I think. Yeah. I know we've had other series that uh, have attempted something like this. There was even an American series in which the main male character ends up transforming into a magical girl. I don't think it lasted long. Mm. So hopefully this is going to be something that continues on and this isn't, you know, something that a bunch of people are just going to, you know, kill over time. Uh, I doubt it because Precure is basically the magical girl equivalent to the Super Sentai series, okay? So it's lighthearted and fun? Yeah. Hold on one second here. Taking care of something real quick. Alright, I have to fix something real quick. I can't believe I actually copy and pasted the wrong information, but that shit does happen. Alright. And speaking of uh, Netflix, we we got a lot more shit coming down the pipe. Uh, let me pull this out. Right. Oh boy! All right, Winamp. Sometime today. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. This is what I'm looking for. In case you haven't heard, uh, Netflix has just picked up the rights to Cowboy Bebop for a live-action series. And the fandom is losing their shit over it. And I'm just like, uh, really? Really? What? I'm just pissed off that Keanu Reeves is too old to play Spike now. I, I remember... Um, when it was first, when they first talked about rumors of a Cowboy Bebop anime, a live action series, uh, there was some character's name that popped up as a possible. Um, I, I cannot remember his name, but he was lanky enough to be uh, Spike Spiegel. But lo lo the long and short is that Netflix has picked up the rights to Cowboy Bebop. It'll be a 10 episode live action series. Um, Shinjiro Watanabe is on as supervising producer. Tomorrow Studios is work is basically producing it. And if that name does not sound familiar, a very popular Fox series that they did should. If you remember um, Prison Break, and if you really enjoyed Prison Break, I think you're going to like what they're going to do to uh, Bebop. I believe we actually talked about this. A year ago when this first floated around now the thing is people are right now are just annoyed as fuck about live-action adaptations on Netflix let, let me explain something to you 
We're still salty over uh, how they've been treated in the past. I'm not. Now, he, here's something y'all y'all gotta understand. Now, I understand y'all uh, have cringed over the Death Note live action. I get it. I totally get that. You ain't gotta say shit to me about that as as a reminder. You, you really don't. But y'all have y'all are starting to think that the Death Note, Bleach, Full Metal Alchemist, and other live action adaptations are one are all whole and one in the same same company. No, it is not. You gotta understand. Remember, Bleach, Attack on Titan, Full Metal Alchemist was done by Japanese studios. Kenshin was done by Japanese studios. Which is why they're a hell of a lot better than the shit that's on uh, U.S. Netflix. <coughs> Pardon yeah, me. I, I can kind of agree with that, but that all goes back to what I've said about live-action adaptations were not meant for the diehard fans. They're just meant to put the product out there to get you into it, because it will not be the same as the original. I mean, look at the Marvel films and all that shit. I'm, like, watching Titans right now, which is based on Teen Titans, and there is so much shit people are bitching about that series about, but it's actually really good. This is the series itself might be good, yeah. but if they kill the origin story of one of the main characters, it's shit in my eyes. Which uh, character? Raven. Raven. Uh. No, they're actually on par with her backstory so far. Oh, so she's a demon, a half demon. Yes. So they they've actually come out and said that she's a half demon. I think so in the last couple of episodes because she met her mother and she just knows that her father was trying to find her and she knows that she has these demonic powers inside of her. All right, because the way that it was going, she did not think that she was a demon. Well, we're at the part where Starfire is starting to remember what her mission was and it ended where they said where she was supposed to capture Raven and that's where it was left. Mm. So... We will see where it goes from there. But yeah, anyway. Well, adding on to the whole, you know, live action thing, um, you don't want it to be a full retelling, mm -hmm. but you do want it to have enough about the series to actually entice the fans of the series. That's what, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe does. It's not necessarily what all of the live action... Um, anime movies do because they killed Attack on Titans. I, I think and that's, that's Japan. I know. I think it's <laughs> one time we can look at Japan and be like, put your hand out. Bad. 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 Don't do it again. But yeah, but other than that, Japan has a really good um, track record in preserving the feel of the series preserving the feel of you know the characters but giving a fresh telling of it which is why you know the only issue i have with full metal alchemist was that some of the stuff that they did should have been in you know a like in the next movie and not in this movie because from what i know of the series it's confusing as hell which is why Japan did really, really well with live-action Death Note, enough that they got multiple movie deals out of it, and the American Netflix version just is like, eh. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it was enough for them to put out a second movie. Yeah, but it's also not something that's being put into theaters, whereas Japan Death Note was. Hmm. Okay, now I remember. All right. There, like I said, there, years back, there was talk of like a suggested live-action Cowboy Bebop. And yes, someone did mention Keanu Reeves, but someone also mentioned Rupert Everett to play Spike. Hell fucking no. Oh, At oh. least Keanu Reeves is a fan of Ke- Cowboy Bebop. True. True. I'm just, I think they went by facial features and looks and stuff. So, I, look, I don't know what what stuff he's done, so I'm just like, it is what it is. But we have to admit, we all had those fan castings. Was not going to lie. If they ever did a live action My Hero Academia, John Cena for All Might. I will not have that shit any other way. Yeah. Mm. I, I Honestly, now, if you go back about a good, like, maybe 15, 20 plus years... You could get Hogan to do it, but I don't see anybody else. Oh, God, not Hogan. At least if you go back about 15, 20 years. I'm not talking now. Yeah, maybe if this was 20 years ago, maybe, yeah. but... Uh... Yeah. <coughs> I, I want to see somebody that can actually act and not wrestling act, actually act. Well, that's why he's been doing movies. Who? John Cena. What the fuck movies has he been doing? If you look at his IMDb, he's done a few more films, you know. I can kind of see The Miz as Endivar, but um, at least he's been acting. Oh, Bob Coffey says, um, and, and, um, and live, in our chat room at live.bucknetwork.com, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime would have been a good All Might. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, fuck it. Get Sylvester Stallone as All Might, but you would need Dolph Lundgren as Endeavor. That's Yeah, no. Yes, that would have been perf. Yeah, no. <sighs> no, Bob Cody goes, Sly is Endeavor. Okay, well. Maybe they could get Chris Evans before the uh, Super Soldier Serum injection to play a skinny All Might. Uh, I could see that. Anyway, I think we're uh, losing time here. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Um, moving right along. Um, Ari, what's <coughs> what's going on with these manga spoilers, and why is YouTube getting involved? Uh, let's see. In October, Shogakukan, one of Japan's largest manga cup publishers, filed a complaint in Tokyo District Court regarding six videos uploaded to YouTube. You, the videos contain images and text reprints from Yushijima the Lone Shark, a series currently running in Big Comic Spirit's weekly comic anthology. The complaint argues that the videos edited in such a way as a function as a recap of the manga's recent chapters are a violation of the pub- publisher's copyright and acting as a substitute for the actual product, thus causing the company financial harm. Mm. And on November 27th, the court ruled in favor of Shogakukan issuing an order of provisional disposition commanding YouTube to provide an account information to aid the authorities in identifying the uploader. Once their identity is confirmed, Shogakukan plans to, plans to pursue both civil and criminal charges against him or her. Yikes. 
<clears throat> What's more, the court implied that it would still have ruled in favor even if the videos hadn't gone as far as they actually did. The court confirmed its position that even without the presence of art lifted from the comics, the direct and exact reprinting of its dialogue alone, even in pure text form, would have constituted a misuse of Shogakukan's intellectual property. <clears throat> it's Shogakukan. Sh Shogakukan. Say it again. Shogakukan. I should know. Shoga they, they put out Ranma one half. <laughs> Shogakukan. Yeah. My bad. Uh, I've been fucking that up badly. <laughs> again, though, it's worth bearing in mind that while, while media reports from Japan refer to offending videos as other type of spoiler videos, this particular loss isn't Shogakukan going after a fan or a reviewer just for talking about the work and revealing plot points. Instead, it's an example of a publisher going after someone for reprinting its product while offering no sort of commentary or discussion, serving no purpose other than to act as a substitute to buying the product. As such, it doesn't seem like the company is looking to send out cease and desist orders without, like, to anyone without, who's blabbing about what happens in the latest issues of the manga, so long as they do so in their own words. Hmm. Well. I mean, how, I mean, how, I mean, this is no different from doing, like, a fan react to an anime episode, you know? I guess not. No. I mean, it, there, there's got to be something going on a little bit more than that, so... Yeah, but seriously, the criminal charges for this? Do you think it's, that, that might be a little bit of an overreaction? Mm-hmm. Of course, that's just me. No, I totally get you. <clears throat> You think they'd be okay with just, you know, <coughs> you think they'd be okay with just, you know, taking down the video and be like, okay, well, we'll do it again. Well, you've got to look at how many times these people have been doing it. You know, have they gotten cease and desists and kept doing it? You know, have they been doing it for three, four, five, six years? If it was a one-time thing, I don't think they would be going as far as they are. Mm -hmm. well, I didn't even know this was a thing until just now, so what do uh, I know? <laughs> you want to know something? I didn't know either. What? Spoiler manga on YouTube? Yeah. I, 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 just, I just never... It just never crossed my mind, you know. Yeah, I... um. There are some people that do the translation okay. that way. Fan translations? Mm-hmm. So if I can't find it, you know, I go on YouTube and usually I can find somebody that's got it. And I just thought it was more like, it's just a video of each scanlated page, and it's like every five seconds is a new page and so on and so forth, you know? That's what it is. Well, Jesus fuck. But because they're scanning it directly and while they might not be making money from it, they're, you know, stopping someone it... else from making money. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's just like all the regular scanlation. You know, a lot of these sites for even, you know, changing it over to English or changing it over to Spanish, they get, you know, told to take one, you know, take them down. It's direct copying of somebody else's shit. So basically what we're saying, what they're saying is that they, these people are just scanning it and just putting it up one, like five seconds a page at a time, as opposed to them like 
reviewing the actual book. Right. Okay, then that I understand. I'm just saying from the way the article read, it was like they were going at the people who were actually writing reviews of the manga, you know? I'm just like, you know? Christ. Yeah, no, these are people that they might do a quick review, Mm -hmm. but are basically just showing the entire manga through video Mm. and uploading it that way. Gotcha. All right. All right. Then I completely understand Shokakugan doing this. I completely do. There's always one person that got to ruin it all for everyone. Mm. And speaking of people ruining shit, you know, what's up with these bootleg um, EV Tamagotchis, Mako? Well, they're not bootleg. Um, what happened is the pre-sale went, you know, opened up for the EV Tamagotchi and sold out. The problem is that uh, it looks like most of these are being sold to scalpers. Mm. Uh, they are already on other retails, uh, other retail sites, including including Amazon, uh, Toys R Us, Toys R Us, which is still open in Japan, uh, Big Camera, uh, Yodobashi Camera, and uh, Surugaya, and those are you know just different supply chains. But they sold out same day. And individual sellers on Amazon and Yahoo Auctions are reselling the toys that haven't even come out yet for about four times up to, you know, six or seven times what they're actually worth. Uh, Amazon currently has a listing as high as $131 for a $20 Tamagotchi. Um, The thing is, retailers are expected to stock again and even open up more pre-orders. So it basically just depends on whether everybody is waiting to, uh, willing to wait to grab one of these, or if they are so freaked out that they have to spend over $100 on a Tamagotchi. You know what this reminds me of? It's that picture on Black Friday of someone rolling up to the register with a cart full of PS4s, and just like, yeah, they're gonna resell those on eBay for like twice as much. It was whether whether they were doing it or not. That store told them, "Nah, this shit's not gonna fly." Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I can tell you. I, I don't know if we talked. I, we did, but I'll do this briefly before we move on. There are other retailers that were just like letting that shit fly. But you know, we'll just that's all we'll say on that topic. And uh, yeah. So, last story before we get into the fun stuff. Um, looks like Kaido Kid ended up stealing more Detective Conan film visuals. God damn it, you know? I, I love that there's this byplay and that they're rolling with it. Um, but there was online on the uh, Detective Conan website a key visual for the next Detective Conan 2019 film. Um, unfortunately, a thief stole the visual, and now there is a uh, Kaito drawing up in its uh, in its stead. Um, so it's an emergency visual, and the childlike drawing appears to show a distressed Conan flanked by Kaito Kid and Ran Mori, with two smaller upset characters above him. Uh, the wor- the word Kobushi which literally means fist or samurai is written beneath Conan 
and there's something that looks like a table or UFO. Mm. And this marks the second heist by Kaito Kid. Um, the first being that Kaito left a note in place of a statue that he stole, which said the small detective has kindly let me take care of him so he doesn't cause trouble in theaters next spring. So I'm going to assume that this means that the next movie is going to be a Kaito Kid movie. Um, and those are always fun. Those are my favorite movies for Conan. So I'm looking forward to it. You are such a fangirl. I am definitely a fangirl. I love that, you know, these are two completely separate series that have, you know, amazing crossovers. And that they, you know, each holds their own kind of life outside of each other, but come together really, really well. Mm. I love when these crossover stories happen. Um, I really liked when Conan crossed over with Lupin because it's just so damn fitting and amazing and beautiful. But yeah, Kaito Kid and uh, Conan crossover movies are the best. And yes, I am fangirling. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I ain't stopping you. Neither am I. <laughs> How much have we fanboyed over our uh, over our shit? All right, hold up, hold up. Memesis forty seven says the Rock as All Might. No, I can't see that. I I, I can't I can't see that. Because ninety no. percent of the movie will be the Rock cutting promos, <laughs> dressed up as All Might, but in character as the Rock. <laughs> and let me guess, Vince as Gran Torino. I'm done. I'm done. I packed my shit. I'm out of here. Good night, y'all. While I could see The Rock as being one of the other heroes, yes. I can't really see him being All Might. Um, but out of all of the wrestlers turned actors, I think he is the best in that group. So what's your quirk, son? Well, my quirk is... It doesn't matter what your quirk is! <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, can we move on? If you could tell by the music, I, I, I forced us to move along. Good, because I don't think a wrestler needs to be All Might anyway. No. <laughs> Maybe Hacksaw Jim Duggan. God no. damn it. I don't think we need any wrestlers in a live action version of this series. Okay. Okay. Well, we already see that Ronma wants the last one, so. If you don't buy this music, we're going to strange news from Japan. And as I'll Mako, take the second one, then. As Mako Chan said, I claim I put dibs on the last article. <laughs> Why do I get the first one? I didn't even pick that. <laughs> first come, first serve. <laughs> well, I think whoever put it onto the show roll should be forced to actually do that one. You're talking about me, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're the one that said we needed to do it, so there you go. Oh. Fine, fine. Counter! A drunk Japanese vice principal stumbles into a girl's bathing area on a field trip, urinates, and loses job. 
Japan is no <coughs> Japan is no stranger to some teachers making horrifically bad decisions, but this may be the most egregious ones yet. On November 30th, the 61-year-old male vice president of a private high school in Ichihara City, Chiba Prefecture, drunkenly stumbled into the girls' bath at a ryokan during a field trip. He then proceeded to piss in the designated washing space. The vice principal was accompanying 250 second-year high school students as a chaperone on a field trip to Kyoto. The night in question marked the end of the, their three-night, four-day stay. According to reports from the school, the vice principal had been celebrating the end of the trip with 10 other faculty members, drinking beer plus a half bottle of wine and most of a 720-millimeter bottle of sake that he had ordered himself. After taking a nap in his room, taking a nap, <clears throat> he awoke at 9.45, entered into the girls' bathing area next to his room in a drunken state, and pissed in the washing space. Although bathing time for the students had ended <coughs> earlier at 9 p.m., there were still three female students in the bath changing area who were cleaning up and witnessed the vice principal. The vice principal has resigned from his position, stating that since I was completely drunk, I have no memory of the event. I had absolutely no intention of <coughs> peeking at the girls. The school's principal commented, saying it is regrettable that the trip the students had been looking forward to ended like this. We're considering it as a problem for the entire school and are taking it seriously. I hope that moving forward, we can change the faculty's way of thinking for the better so as to avoid anything like this in the future. And of course, the internet had to respond. Uh, since the bathing area was next to his room, there's a chance he mistook it for a restroom, but then you have to wonder why there was a bedroom right next door to it and why he was in the room in the first place. Alcohol, destroyer of lies. I don't think my teacher chaperone party like that during my field trips. <laughs> Yikes, pissing in the washing area? That's disgusting. And they reference... <coughs> Uh, the guy who was naked in a train station locker. So that's a nice, you know, Verily. completion completion of the circle. I kind of sort of regret putting this up there. <laughs> I guess you really did reap what you sowed. All right, now that, we got, now that we got that story out the way. All right, so Japanese man pretends to visit Muji stores 5.62 million times in six weeks and gets arrested again. Jesus. If this sounds familiar, it's because it's the same fucking guy. Wait, 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 stop. What? Yep. Same <laughs> asshole. All right, this has been Anime Jam Session. I'm Peter Von Ness. Good night, y'all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this is a guy that was arrested uh, before uh, pretending to make 2.7 million visits to Aeon shopping centers. This is now um, Muji shopping centers. And, uh, yeah, it was multi-city. So... Uh, I believe it was let me see it was three different areas I believe crossing the entire continent of Japan so uh, that kind of you know tipped them off but basically every point that you get for visiting uh, Mujirushi known as Muji 
is about equivalent to one yen, which is roughly one U.S. cent. According to police, between April 20th and May 30th, he managed to accrue uh, 5.62 million yen, which is roughly $49,000 worth of points, which would correspond to an identical 5.62 million visits in about six weeks. Um, While some might argue that's not mathematically impossible for a very insanely determined person, uh, it was racked up um, by pretending to visit 909 different branches across Japan, North America, and Europe. I was about to say, because I re- I'm looking at this, I'm like, I think they have a retail store here in New York City. Mm-hmm. Utilizing 300 false Mujirushi app accounts and an array of 45 computers. Um, he manipulated the GPS data in order to do this. Uh, it says, use prop- this company hurt this man? Mm-hmm. But it's the second time he's done it. So, now, you know, they were they were off to arrest him again. Now, when we talked about this last week or week before last, wasn't it said that the man was unemployed? He is. He's unemployed. Oh. Um, of course he or, is. Or I should say he has no official employment, um, but still managed to amass 45 computers in his home. Um, and they basically said that uh, they think... more questions. Well, they think what he's doing is that he was reselling the credits to third parties. So it's not like he was going to these places and purchasing things. He was reselling the credits to other people in order for them to be able to purchase things. And it, yeah, and it did say that there were, um, that most of the credits that he had amassed were no longer in the accounts. So he did something with them, which is why they are assuming that he sold them off. You know, and I thought we had dumb criminals here in the U.S., well, the thing is, he was probably doing both stores at once, and he got arrested for the first one, and he's like, well, they don't know about this one, so I ain't going to tell them. So you realize now that they're going to look through all of his shit to try and find if he's done this for any other store. <coughs> How hilarious would it be if he, if, if, if this, these weren't the only two stores he was doing this to? I would not be surprised at all. Um, you know, the the whole manipulating gps thing there were uh the shopkick apps and things mm-hmm. like that that people were basically manipulating the gps on their phone and would just have the scan bars on their computer they manipulate manipulate the gps on their phone and then scan the scan bar on their computer as if they were at that store in order to get kicks so a lot of people were banned because of that in a way, it's only for people who are doing that same shit while playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Speaking of stupid criminals, do they have their equivalent of Florida Man over there? No, it's just... Unemployment a- Man? Yes. Or Osaka Man! Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I think the equivalent of somebody from Florida here would be somebody unemployed over there because the story of them whatever they did while they're unemployed is almost on par with somebody doing something stupid in florida yep i don't know i don't know 
very many uh, unemployed Japanese people ever tried to fuck an alligator. No, but we. But I guarantee you, if you go through our notes, you'll find a story that's like that comes damn near close. Like, I mean, there was that one guy that lit a, a restaurant on fire because he didn't have his favorite food or some shit like that, you know. But, um, enough about that. Japanese work government worker was fired for lying about having less education than he really does. Mind you, he had the job for almost 40 years. And you know, they always say you never lie on a job application. It's okay to embellish because in certain fields you can kind of get away with that. Just because you have it on your resume, that means you may know a bit about it, but not all of it. But it's a different thing where you put it on your resume, you have no fucking clue what it is. Just because it just sounds chill, you know? But here, here is something, though. What if you fudged your resume so that it was less impressive than your actual past? You would think it wouldn't cause any problems, but it did. This man, who was employed at the city's um, Economy and Tourism Bureau in Kobe, he told his employers that a high school diploma was his highest level of education, but they found out that he actually was a college graduate, therefore he was dismissed. Now, I know a few of us have been there where we've applied for a job, and they tell you you're overqualified. And there have been times a few of us have like to like adjust that app, that resume or an application because you know what, I need a job, and I totally get that. But as it goes, there usually is no upside to hiding your education. But in this case, for this position, you had to be a high school graduate, not a college one, which is why he hid and did what he did. Now he took the aptitude test and all that, passed it and everything, so he's good. Now someone sent sent the city of Kobe an anonymous tip about the about the person's real background. They investigated it and then boom, that's what happened. He did tell his boss uh, about what really happened, so you know. But what's interesting is that again, he's had this job since May of nineteen eighty. Almost 40 years. I don't think it would have mattered by this point. Well, here's the thing. While the man was in his position for a while, he may not have been a model employee, having had his paid dock for taking unauthorized break during working hours and hanging out and drinking tea in a city hall lounge with other civil servants in their 60s from other departments. So it's likely he, he if he wasn't exaggerating his education, he was being dishonest on two separate occasions, and the breach of confidence that it represents is the primary reason why the city had let him go. Which is why there are places I know people who've gotten fired over little things, and it's like, if I don't reprimand you for something this small, what do I do when it's something bigger? Which I totally get. But still, should have at least let the guy have like a little, um, give him his, um, I guess his pension and call it a day. I honestly don't know. I don't know about you, but I think that last article just, just made me just go, you know what, I, I want to get out of here. <laughs> shall we take, oh, yeah. Shall we take our last break? Yep. Uh-huh. All right. We'll be back.
And there we go. We've knocked another episode out of the ballpark. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we are a free podcast. So however we do it, we just tell you straight up. We're fan. We're big fans. What we like and don't like, we're being right up, straight up honest with you. So if you have any questions about the show, you can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com, where we post links to our convention videos, convention reports, anime reviews, uh, links to our weekly podcast, cosplay tips and tutorials, and a lot of cool other stuff as well. And you can find all that and much, much more at animejamsession.com. If you have a mobile phone, you can find our podcast on various sites. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, and a bunch of other sites as well. So if you have a mobile phone, check out one of those streaming uh, podcast apps and look us up at MA Jam Session. And what's cool is that these sites allow you to leave little reviews. So if you can, leave us a review. We want to know what you think of the show. We're always looking to make things a little bit better for everyone. And don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook at Anime Jam Session. And to everyone that supports us on these social media sites, thank you so much. We couldn't do the show without you, you know? We really couldn't. Um, and don't forget, we're back here on the Vogue Network twice a week. We're here live uh, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2 p.m. Um, when we go to Twitch, I don't know how the encores will work, but we will be live. So look out for that, and we'll be fun doing that stuff and then some. So we're going to go around the room. We're going to go with last words. Mako. Um, yeah, I I'm amused. <laughs> okay. No, I, I just the uh, the person that I posted in our group chat i i'm i'm amused mm. last words ari i'm probably gonna check out the newest episode of this week in sports ball which just dropped like two minutes ago then i'm gonna go to bed i am going to go through some of my stuff i got from amazon and start sorting gifts and stuff so that's it end of list we we'll are back next week with a brand new episode so i'm ranma i'm ari and I am Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. I think when we go to Twitch TV, we need to do something sort of like how do you do on Tiny Toons. That would be kind of cool. All right. That's it. We're getting a, out of here. A different one every episode. <laughs> yeah. If, oh, I don't think I could dedicate that much time, but we will see. But till then, see you next week. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming.
じゃあまたね。